listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. All right, you know who it is. You know what it is. It's The Sizzle back in the building. And we're talking about the Chicago Bulls and what moves they need to make in getting themselves prepared for a run at a championship. That's right, I said it. Championship run, Eastern Conference. Here come the Chicago Bulls. You know what, Rich? You had a great theory. You had a great theory. We were talking mm-hmm. about it off camera. So we're going to share with everyone one of the discussions we were having about some of the options that the Bulls should be looking at. We already discussed that Paul Millsap is somebody that they're targeting to bring in to help fill that four position because they need some help at the four. If there's one yeah. weakness right now, just as the team is constructed presently, it's that four position, which you thought Pat Williams was going to feel his injury now has put everything up in no. the air. No, <laughs> I didn't think it, but they thought it. <laughs> they we, thought we, it. we thought he would be a good band-aid, but uh, yeah. that really went went uh, haywire when he went down for the year. So, yeah, yeah, that definitely, like you said, says, oh, oh we really got to talk about it now. So Yeah, you really. And one of the things, though, that really, with the Bulls, they don't look for big men. They look for power forwards. 6'7 to 6'9, and you might need a big to handle a Joel Embiid. You might need a big to keep Wendell Carter off the glass. You might need a big. I know you've got Vooch, but I'm not I'm not putting all my stock in Vooch. You need a backup big, and you need a power forward where Millsap comes in. Hopefully, I thought maybe Thad Young you pick up from, and hopefully he gets bought out from the Spurs, but they need some help. But you had an interesting theory that the Bulls need guard help because of what's going on right now with Ball being down, Caruso being injured, Io being a rookie. You've got Kobe White, who is never a real point guard. They need help at the point guard position. And I think you have the solution, Rich, or you have a suggestion for the future. Well, yeah, like you said, if, if you want to put your eggs in the Kobe White basket, and roll the dice with that, then that's fine. Statistically, Kobe White has played pretty well. Mm -hmm. But we're looking at Ball and Caruso, both out at least a month. And most reports are saying two. Mm -hmm. That pushes you all the way into, let's start to talk about playoffs. So you're out for two months. You've got these, these surgeries. You've got this situation. Now you've got to prep these guys to come back. Are they going to be 100% going into the most important time of the season? Right. What interesting thing you can look at, because I know the name Jeremy Grant has popped around. So we've talked yes. about big names and big, big body names and things like that. And I'm not saying Vucevic doesn't need help. You're going to stop talking about my boy Vuce. You want to know why? Because Vuce has been playing pretty decent too, mm-hmm. but he can't do it alone. He's just decent. <laughs> His feet get stuck on the floor, Rich. His feet get stuck where he is. He's decent. Well, there's no answer for Joel Embiid, as we know. That's true. But um, there is a name that uh, I was reading up upon that I was like, I want to uh, expand on, is from Boston, Dennis Schroeder. Mm. Um. If you remember him, go go back into small history. He was the guy that was supposed to be at the Lakers. They offered him, I think, an $80 million contract, kind of like what the Bulls did with um, DeRozan. But DeRozan took his offer. Schroeder denied it and gambled on himself. And the next thing you know, he's playing for 
$3.75, basically, out there in Boston. But the thing is, he's outplaying his salary right now. And Boston is in dangerous grounds of being in basketball purgatory. You don't know. Right now, they're average at best. They might make the playoffs. This is a, this is a uh, 10 10 seated league now, somehow, some weird way. So they're good enough to do that, possibly, um, but not go that far. Right. Even with the Bulls that they're at right now, if they went to the playoffs and played them in the best of seven, I think the Bulls would take them in five. Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. Um, and, and, and the rest, and, and they know that. So it's time to, make, time to make some changes. When you start talking about teams and where they go from, either you do – kind of like what other teams have done. They find their great player and they build around them mm-hmm. and put the complimentary pieces. Or you blow that thing up and you start over. I'm not sure what Boston is trying to do, but he would definitely be somebody I would be putting on the move, whether I'm trying to blow that team up or build around. Because I don't think he, he compliments Jason Tatum the way that they want him to. And there's other plate pieces that Boston needs to do that with. Um, how many people really want Marcus Smart? He fits well with the Celtics, per se, but maybe not anywhere else. Mm-hmm. His contract can't be moved around right. nowhere near as easy as Schroeder's. Right. So that's why I use his name up there as a potential. If he were to come in to the Bulls right now, he automatically fills a hole that the Bulls need to get them to until their two names be get back healthy. And all he really has to do is continue to do what he's doing in Boston right now to fill that void. Then he can go somewhere else and make good money if he wants to. Maybe not $100 million money, but he can still make decent money. He'll be making a lot more than what he's doing right now. Mm-hmm. Well, the question is, who do you send out? How do you get this trade to work with a Dennis Schroeder to the Bulls? What are you sending to the, the Celtics to make this even plausible right now you don't have to do too too much financially mm-hmm. uh, i'm trying to remember what his contract is i want to say he's around 1.7 1.8 million he said he's at a basic minimum um yeah. he's uh one year uh one year just <laughs> under six so in these basketball times that's that's anybody on the bench and maybe a second round draft pick that you can you can fill over. You're definitely not going to be sitting there talking about give me Dennis Schroeder for uh, Demar Derozan. I mean, come on, now, that's not realistic. Right. You know, they do have some young players. They can uh, some of their younger forwards. They can ship out and move around. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, I can see that going. So it's it's possible. Mm-hmm. So you know, just just uh, just some names to be thinking about, like you said in in. Uh, in preparation for trade for trade deadline. I don't know how much of a frenzy it's going to be last year. It was quite interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to live up to the hype of last year, but I do expect some names to be on the move though. Maybe not Ben Simmons, maybe not Russell Westbrook, maybe not Bradley Beal, but you're going to see names off the board. You're going to see some movement going on. Yeah. I think the the Pacers have a lot of movement that's getting ready to come Mm -hmm. up. I don't understand why they're trying so hard to get rid of their players, but the Miles Turner, uh, DeMontis Sabonis thing is not working for them in Indiana. 
And right now they're just treading water. And it's funny because our guy, we got to go and we got to get James Boyd back here because he's now a staff writer for the, the Pacers. So he's out there in Pacer land. We got to get him in so we can talk some NBA hoops with him because that's one of his passions. But one of the things we know that right now the Bulls have to pick up somebody. And I like the Dennis. I didn't even think about it. That's really thinking outside the box. Never thought about it, but that could be a good replacement. I can't take credit for it because I did read it. <laughs> but when I read it, I said, hey, that makes sense, you know, because I'm like you. All we want to think about is the big guys, the Jeremy Grants, the, the uh, Sabonis, you know, because right. we know he's, he's made rumblings that he's not happy in Indiana. And in Indianapolis, we already know they're probably not going to make the playoffs. So it's time. It may be time to hit the blow up button for that team. And then what do you do with that? You move players and ain't happy anyway. But mm -hmm. trying to trying to bring him in, juggle salaries, things like that, and, and, and formulate a plan or whatnot, does he fit? Oh, absolutely. I would love to see Sabonis in a Bulls uniform. But I know it would be short-lived mm -hmm. with that kind of a lineup and what you're already paying players uh, – you're, you're already paying certain players on the bench more than what we could offer Sabonis long-term. Mm -hmm. So it may not be a realistic option unless he's just willing to take less money to get out of there. But I doubt that because he's, he's a young guy. Yeah, he is. He's, he's not at that point in his career where it's like, I want to win a championship and I'll do it at any cost. Right. He is a superstar in his own right. I mean, he's, he's a great player right now in the league. He holds his own against everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. He's one of those guys, but I guess it's just something as we'll watch. We're going to keep following this as we track towards the NBA deadline. And it's just something that I think the listeners are looking forward to seeing what's going to happen at the NBA trade deadline. And we're going to be following all the way up to that deadline because you know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle here in the building. We bring you the hottest information ever. He's Rich Sizzle. I'm G Sizzle. And we will see you, my friend on the other side. Remember, you can always catch The Sizzle's Hot 5 and 5 right here on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. Make sure that you subscribe and share this information with someone. Hit the button, the like button, to make sure that you are leaving those like comments. And hey, down below, tell us what you're thinking. Tell us some things you want us to look at and make sure that you're looking for a brand new episode of The Sizzle, the hottest talk in the 219. Remember, I'm G Sizzle, and I will see you on the other side. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Iron Skillet Sports. And remember to like, share, and subscribe to Iron Skillet Sports on YouTube at Iron Skillet Sports.